Welcome to Morning Manna. I'm Pastor Greg. Thanks for joining me here at the end of 2022. And it's been quite the year. And uh, God has been faithful. He's been faithful to our church, certainly Lighthouse Church in Twin Falls. And so grateful for his faithfulness, uh, not only to our church, but to me and my family. Uh, God is so good. And I'm excited about 2023 and what the Lord has in store for us. And so we want to start the year off right, and the year right, start the year off right, and we want to be a people of the book, a people who feed off the Word of God. It's, uh, it's nourishment for us. It's sustenance. It's manna. We call this morning manna. And, you know, manna was the thing that, um, that sustained the people of God in the wilderness. And they had to go out each day. <laughs> Remember, they couldn't, you know, store up a bunch of manna and, you know, put it away for the, you know, the next day or two or three. They could only take enough for the day. You'd get enough sustenance for the day. So you have to go out and you got to bow down, right, to pick it up because it was on the ground. So you humble yourself. You pick up the manna. And then you bring it back, but only enough for the day. And then you consume it, and you've got your strength for the day. And then you humble yourself the next day, and you get more manna. Well, that provides a beautiful picture for the, the life of the Christian, um, is that every day we need to humble ourselves before the Lord our God and receive the manna. Remember, Jesus is the bread of life, but we feed off of Jesus through Scripture. And man... Uh, does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so we, we feast off of the heavenly manna. We feast off of Jesus through his word. And it, it strengthens us, it sustains us, it sanctifies us, it keeps the, the, the poisonous thinking, the philosophies of the world from creeping in uh, to our minds and keeps us with a a laser focus upon Christ. And so uh, in our short devotion this morning, I, I thought I would just remind us of what, what probably to, to most of you is a familiar passage, but uh, the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 3 uh, is, uh, after recounting his previous life as a Pharisee and a, a religious um, uh, a radical religious guy, essentially. He gave all that up for Jesus and, uh, and counted it all as, as loss, as dung compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus. But then he says some things, oh, right about verse 12, that's very, very uh, encouraging for us. So verse 12, Philippians 3.12, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ has made me his own. So Paul is saying, I have not arrived at a place of perfect Christ-likeness. I have not arrived at the place of sinless perfection. I have not arrived at the place of perfect sanctification. But I want to keep moving in that direction. I'm pressing that way in my life. 
So this, this is the way that I'm moving in my life. Everything is, is in service towards that goal of being more like Jesus. And the reason I want to be more like Jesus, the reason I want to be more his, is because he has made me his own. So I belong to him. I've been bought with a price, Paul would say. But now I want my, the, the, the practical expression of my life to reflect that. I don't want to be one of these Christians that, you know, shows up in church every now and then and, you know, has no uh, discipline in my life and no kind of intentionality about, you know, growing in Jesus and, and uh, overcoming some of my inherent flaws and weaknesses. I don't want to be like that and just try and have an easy road through life. I want to be like Paul. Like Christ Jesus has made me his own. Like that needs to have weight. That needs to really uh, push me internally to go, wait a minute. I mean, if at the end of this life, I'm going to be fixing my eyes physically on Jesus, I'm going to see him face to face, then shouldn't that have an impact upon what I do in this life? And so I want to press toward that. I want to, I want to be postured toward the reality that I'm going to face Jesus. I'm going to see him. I'm going to be with him. I'm going to be like him. Well, he goes on, he says, Brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining towards what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So I, I haven't made it my own yet. I haven't gotten there. So I, I love this. For anybody who, you know, says that, I've arrived at a place of, you know, sinless perfection. It's just such an unbiblical attitude or idea. Because here you have the Apostle Paul, who obviously was a very committed guy to the Lord and to his, the ministry that was given to him, saying, I have not obtained it. I just haven't arrived there. So here's what I'm doing, forgetting what's behind, forgetting whatever attainments I may have uh, gained to this point in my life, whatever victories I may have had or losses, doesn't matter. Forgetting all that and including my religious, my illustrious religious past, I'm forgetting all of that. And I'm all about just pressing forward towards the goal of the upward call, pressing towards it. It's like a runner running a race. I'm in a race and I'm all about finishing the race well. That should be the attitude of the Christian. And here's what that looks like. Verse 15, let those of us who are mature think this way. And if anything, if any of you, you think otherwise, God will reveal that to you. To you. Only let us hold true to uh, what we have attained. So, so the mature thinking is that maturity is arriving at a place where I realize I have not attained, that I have so much further to go if God grants me more time on this planet. 
And there's so much more ground to be gained in my life personally, in my walk with the Lord, in my holiness before God practically. There's so much more ground to be gained in my attitudes, in my speech, in my perspectives. And I want all of my life to come under the scrutiny of the Lord because as I willingly and gladly bring my life under his scrutiny, then he, he frees me from the things that bind me. He takes me a little bit further in my walk with him, in my Christ-likeness before him, and so on. And you may say, well, golly, that seems like such a, uh, a hard life to always be scrutinized by God and to be confessing your sins and, and bringing your life before the Lord. And listen, Christian, it's the most freeing life that there is. It's the most joyful life that there is. A thoughtless, unintentional life is not going to be a joyful life, I can assure you. And a lot of people live that unexamined, unintentional life, and they're just, you know, seeking for some kind of comfort in this life, you know. And the Christian, the lover of Jesus Christ, needs to live on a whole different, another kind of level where it's, I'm pressing towards the goal of the upward call of God in Christ. And so search me, O oh God. See if there's any wicked way in me. Test me. And then lead me in the everlasting way. Happy New Year, you guys. God bless you. We'll see you on the other side.